Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sarah Fraser show. Jen Glance is here. You guys, she is a professional bridesmaid. When I saw her stuff pop up on my TikTok, I thought, no way. There, there cannot be people out there that pay a bridesmaid. Wait until you hear these stories, guys. She's going to talk about the most inappropriate things she's ever witnessed at a wedding. Three things that you need to stop doing for your wedding. And she's also going to talk about how she goes undercover. Yes, she plans and goes undercover um, at these weddings, so other friends and people that are attending the wedding really think that she knows the groom and the, the bride and the groom or um, the other bridesmaids. Hello. What? And have you ever thought, you know what? People always tell me I'm an awesome bridesmaid. I'm always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Well, Jen is hiring. You could be a bridesmaid for hire. Let's get into it. Um, Jen Glantz is here on the Sarah Fraser show. You guys probably have seen her because she went viral on TikTok for being a bridesmaid for hire. Yeah, you read that right. And she and she started her own company about it. You can literally hire her to be a bridesmaid. So Jen, um, this is is this like your full time job, by the way? 
It is. I started this about seven years ago and I had a full-time job back then. Once I got laid off about two years into the job, I took this full-time and ran with it. So, okay, Jen, you're telling me that people renting you because you, you, and you have a company too, where people, if you're interested in becoming a bridesmaid for rental or a maid of honor for rental, um, you're accepting, I think, right? Anybody that's interested um, and you hire them out and like, you have a whole living from this. Yeah. So I started this as just a service for brides, but it has since expanded to help maid of honors and do so much more. I was the world's first person to do this. And what made me start this was just the simple fact, like so many of you, I was always a bridesmaid for my friends. And that's what triggered this idea. And I had read that you had just put it out on Craigslist. Like that's how you started. And you just said, hey, you know, you can hire me as your bridesmaid. And you had something like 150 responses. Yeah. So I put an ad out there after like distant friends started asking me to be a bridesmaid. I put an ad out there on Craigslist, basically anonymously offering my services to strangers. And within two days, I got hundreds of emails. I built a website. I booked my first wedding in Maple Grove, Minnesota. And ever since then, I've worked hundreds of weddings for people all over the world. And okay, I mean, it's kind of crazy because Women spend so much time thinking about their big day, their wedding day. And I would think that, I don't know, that they would already have in mind bridesmaids, a maid of honor. So when you get hired, what is missing? Like, do they have no friends or like, (laughs) what's happening? It's such a good question because I, I got this idea too, because my mom once opened up her wedding album and I was like, who's your maid of honor? And she literally couldn't tell me the name. I swear on my life. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. So there's two main reasons. Number one, most people don't have friends. Like one in six people do not have a close friend, which I know sounds weird, but that happens. And they still want to feel supported. The other group of people, they have friends, but their friends are busy or had babies or just don't want to do it. Or their friends want to do it, but they're complete disasters and messes. And they need a professional like me to go undercover and deal with a lot of fires and challenges. I mean, it is interesting on your website because it's almost like you're a bridesmaid for hire slash wedding planner because you you seem to offer all, all these things like you'll help, you know, with everything. Wedding day details. Like what details will you help with? So I always say I try to differentiate myself from wedding planners because I can't plan your wedding. I won't plan your wedding. Like that is not my specialty, but I will help with all the people aspects. So I'll help make sure the mother of the groom isn't annoying you. And I'll make sure your bridesmaids are on time. And I'll literally be like that type A best friend who can get everything done for you. You also might need a wedding planner who helps you pick flowers and sets up and does all of that. That is something that I never wanted to do because truthfully, I don't like weddings and I've never liked weddings. So I don't do this job because it's a wedding. I do it because I have a fascination and pure love for helping strangers, especially women. Oh my God. Okay. And so how much do your services cost? Like how much does it cost to rent a maid of honor or a bridesmaid? Well, first, I think it's important to know that there's like many different things people rep me for the wedding, the bachelor party, the bridal shower, phone sessions. So it all depends. But I would say like your average package probably starts around twenty five hundred and goes up from there based on all of the different add ons that people want. Oh, my God. And Jen, are you like booked all spring like year round? 
Before the pandemic, yes, to the point of extreme burnout. Um, during the pandemic, a lot of virtual weddings, and now yeah. we're getting back in the swing of things. Yep. How many people are now working for you? And are, are you doing men? Are you doing um, groomsmen for hire? Yes, absolutely. So we've had over 100,000 people apply to work for us. And every year I hire on people depending on the need. I started off by hiring just my friends or friends of friends. And now I have hired people from the internet. Um, It's not as glamorous as you think. So if you think you're going to party and wear a dress and drink champagne, the only thing true about that is the dress part. (laughs) Um, It's like, it's not a job for many people. To be good at this job, you have to love people love challenges love drama love stress and also be able to like clock twenty thousand steps and heels which i think is like the ultimate test i oh know oh my god wow I, I you know look when i got married i did not want to do the bridesmaid thing it is it's so much work. you know i didn't want to select a maid of honor from my dear friends and cousins i had grown up with so i had one niece and she was the only person she stood up for me she was like 15 at the time it worked out great she was like in her moment wearing her dress and i'm so glad i mean i've been a bridesmaid i'm so glad it is it is so much work and it, it's just bananas like the brides go nuts it's it's crazy i feel you i feel you like i i honestly think that the trend of bridesmaids is actually going to start to go down and we're not going to see it anymore like if you really anything i would say in like 10 years bridesmaids are not going to be a thing why I, i just think like more and more people realize that a they're asking so much of their friends that it's ruining friendships and B, oh. not everyone, not a lot of people have close friends like they used to anymore. So I think like this trend of having five, 10 bridesmaids is going to completely go away. I think people will have like one go-to person, um, but I think we're going to see a shift in the whole bridal party. And then what's your next gig going to be? What's your next business going to be? You're going to be out of business, girl. <laughs> I'm always expanding. I'm always growing. Right now, I'm in the whole first year of marriage segment. I have a card game I launched. So I'm always like, I have been an entrepreneur for many years. I'm always building things as I'm living my life. And, you know, I hope to be a bridesmaid for for hire forever. But I do think in general, there's going to be a shift in the expectations we put on our friends fascinating all right on your tiktok i i mean i get very addicted to these stories and i want to know more have you ever been fired as a bridesmaid yes i have been fired as a bridesmaid not at a wedding but before a wedding and it was basically because i said no to doing things that made me like uncomfortable and i wasn't getting paid for them so what like what did they want you to do like did they want you to have sex with like the groomsmen like what was the request like you're like what I'm actually trying to think I just remember like being there and the bride firing me but I I don't remember what it was I think like she was oh I think she was like the person that was calling me at like 4am on a Saturday and was mad that I wasn't answering it was just like I need you to do all these things and when I was like yeah I'll do them but it costs more money like I think she was like you're fired so I think like some bridezillas will fire me when they're like oh I want so much more than what I thought I was gonna get and um, I also had read that you or saw on your TikTok that you were saying that a groom has hit on you as the – tell me about yeah. that. I, You know what? Like it's so funny because I feel like sometimes like the creepiest things happen at this wedding where like I've been hit on by the groom. I've been hit on by the fathers of the groom. I've been hit on by groomsmen. But also like I've seen the groom or I've seen the bride flirt or hit on other people or – be texting their side person. So like infidelity, cheating, things like that. I have seen that at many weddings. Re- at the wedding? 
at the wedding. I mean, like I was just telling someone, I think like one of the toughest parts of this job is that you see the dark side of love and marriage and weddings. And that's not something I ever knew before, but you see that some people don't get married for fairy tale love. And that's weird at first. And how do you, I mean, you know, what's fascinating about that is like, I've gone to weddings and I almost, obviously, and you know, you almost begin to predict like, like the couples that are going to stay together and who's going to get divorced. And I, and you know, two weddings, one, the one wedding was so late to start. I'm talking, I'm talking an hour. Like they were playing, like the, the organist or whatever, right. Is playing the music and and goes through, I don't know, a list of, let's say 10 songs. And then all of a sudden you hear the songs start again. So you're like, Okay, something, this was like a two o'clock start. Something is going on, you know? So three o'clock and then we get the bride and she's looking a little like maybe she's cried. I think that marriage lasted maybe five years. The other indicator is I've been to weddings where the bride and groom get married and then they completely go party the rest of the time with separate friends and family. And you're like, there's not a shot in hell that it's going to last. What are some other things you've seen? And you're like, "Uh uh-uh, they're done. Okay, both of those are true indications. Like I always say rule number one is that the two of you should spend time together at your own wedding, yes. which is like not an obvious thing. Um, I have seen things where like the bride has told me before the wedding that she doesn't like this person or she knows she's going to have to do this again, meaning like get married. I've seen couples like fighting, like hardcore fighting before wedding, cursing each other out. I've had people get blackout drunk and then just say this is the worst day of their life. So there's like indications like that where you're like, oh, it's probably not going to last. But honestly, like I've had weddings where I'm like this couple, their goals, like they're the best. And then like a year later, they're done. So like it's so hard. Sometimes you think you know, but you don't. And the first year of marriage is the hardest. Also, things happen. And I think like, you know, there's good predictors, but then there's also the shocking ones, too. Um, I did see something about you had you have been a bridesmaid for a person that's been married three times. You've been in each three separate weddings for them. Is that right? Yes. Do you ever go, hey, this is it? Like I, I cannot my the credibility of my business is, is lying on the fact I can't be a bridesmaid for you for the fourth time. Okay. You've got three reviews on my website. Enough. Like what do you say? It's so heartbreaking, but it's also like, I feel one thing I've learned is that I can't judge other people's love. And I think that that's like such a weird thing. You know, it's like, again, I started to learn people don't get married for love and that happens more often than you think. So like my whole perspective on love and marriage and dating has completely changed because of this job. Luckily, I met someone, we got married, but it wasn't easy. I mean, I questioned everything. I was like the toughest person to marry, you know, um, But yeah, I think it's hard for me to judge other people's love and situations. I would be a bridesmaid for somebody maybe up to 10 times before I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe someone else. Um, And what is it? Okay. Why do people get married then? If they're not getting married for love, what are they getting married for? I would say 99.9% of people get married for love and something else. Fill in the blank, whatever it is, something else. But you don't just get married for love. It's usually something else. Okay, so like love and money. They're the person, they're, you know, I don't know, both well off or status or age or um, what other reasons? I mean, you know, you kind of think of those obvious ones. Love and security, love and Mm -hmm. financial freedom, love and independence, love and I'm 35, which there's nothing wrong with that. But there's a lot of women who will say that to me and that bothers me love and something else. So there's always a fill in the blank. 
Now the other group of people, there's no love. There's just the fill in the blank. So they'll say, I'm marrying this person because I'm 35 and this is the best option. I don't love them, but whatever. Or I'm marrying this person because I'm broke and they have finance, they have financial um, you know, security that they can give me or something else. So there's, you know, and that's okay. I don't judge anybody at all. I do want to like yell at the 35 year old and be like, no, don't do this. Don't settle. But a part of me is like, you know what? I, I understand like they can do whatever they want to do. So what, what have you said? What's the most honest conversation? Because part of the packages that you do offer are basically these like almost like prep calls with the brides. Like before, have you ever told somebody don't get married? I'll be honest, and and I usually play the role of a therapist, where a good therapist isn't going to necessarily always tell you what to do, but they'll ask you questions. Like, do you think this is a good idea? Do you? So, if someone thirty five is like Jen, I'm marrying this person because I'm thirty five, and I I want I just can't do this anymore. Like, I need to settle down. I'd be like, do you think that's the right thing? Do you really think you're not going to meet someone better? So, like. I love to ask like leading questions like that. I mean, sometimes I'll be like, honestly, if you want my opinion, I don't think it's like the right thing to do, but I support you. So I will say that. Like I am very, very brutally honest. And I think wow. people like that. But nobody's going to listen to me or to you or their best friend. They need to come to conclusions them- themselves. And that's sort of what I do that maybe a friend wouldn't do. What is the wildest thing you've seen at a wedding? Whether it's like, I don't know. What's the wildest thing? I mean, I have seen it all. <laughs> I'd say like the hardest thing is the five minutes before the wedding when they want to back out, like the runaway brides or grooms. I'd say like that is sort of hard because, you know, I like to think of weddings as like a diving board. And right before you dive, your feelings, your thoughts, your emotions come out. Like it's a very common phenomenon that like right before they walk down the aisle, they panic. Some of that panic is just anxiety, but some of that panic is legit, like this is the wrong person. So that's always really tough because like you said, like people are waiting for you, the music's on repeat and like, it's like crunch time. And I have to sort of step up to the plate and decipher like, is this anxiety or is this like absolute panic? And we got to get out. I have helped people like end it. I've, you know, coached people through that. Um, But that happens like cold feet is, is real is a real thing want your life back order hungry root it's actually as simple as that truly hungry root is the best meal kit service i have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes guys if you are a busy mom like i am kj now just started swim lessons and on the night that he has swim lessons we're not home until six i'm trying to make dinner trying to get him rested and down for bedtime when i see that number 12 and i know in 12 minutes i can have a healthy meal i'm turned on all right (laughs) you will be too hungry roots website so easy to use as well you just go you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian keto or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) 
Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R, the numbers 20. Quick pause to thank some of our awesome sponsors. You know, Rothy's, thanks to you guys, Rothy's has been a longtime sponsor of TSFS, and April is Earth Month. And that means a lot of us are giving a little extra thought to how we treat the planet. Everybody wants to help out, but it's hard to know where to start. Problems like climate change and plastic pollution can feel overwhelming, especially when you don't see a clear way to make an impact. I can definitely understand that. Everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They're repurposed, they've repurposed millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into all their products. I, that's what I love about Rothy's. I love every purchase you know is made with recycled water bottles. So I just feel like I'm cleaning the ocean uh, here in Los Angeles, even though I haven't gone to the beach except for like once. Anyway, uh, Rothy's is sustainable. It's made with sustainable material like single-use water bottles, algae-based foam, and so much more. You can find out, of course, more on their website. They're super comfortable. Best part is I throw them in the wash when I'm done. You guys know I own the sneakers in sand. I love them. You know, I... 
everywhere. I schlep everywhere with them with KJ. So right now with Rothy's, when you're wearing Rothy's, your footprint feels lighter than ever before. Get $20 off your first purchase today at rothys.com slash phrase. That's Rothy's, R-O-T-J-R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash phrase. Get that discount, ladies and gentlemen, because you know they have men and kids. Work it. Own it. Get it. Rothy's com slash fresh. Also, I have to thank HelloFresh. Schman and I get HelloFresh meals and we love them. HelloFresh is known for their meals, which are 30 minutes or less. Get farm fresh, seasonal produce, and easy to make recipes delivered right to your door every week. Ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in under a week and they always arrive fresh. The best part is it's so convenient. You want to skip a week? Do that. No problem. They have 50 different weekly options. Um, So you can change your delivery date at any time, update your preferences if you want a different type of meal. And of course, they offer so many different meals from vegetarian. Of course, you can get low carb. Um, And, you know, if you love meat, you can do that as well. Okay. So how does HelloFresh save you time? Well, it saves you time because so many of the meals you select are 30 minutes or less. That means I can be out hanging out with KJ going for walks. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TSFS16 and use my code TSFS16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TSFS16 for up to 16 free meals. Yes to that. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Um, (laughs) I can't even, I'm so grateful. I mean, look, my husband and I were together a long time, went to pre-couples therapy, which I always tell anybody in question, go to the best gift you can give yourself is go to a good marriage counselor before you get married because boy, oh boy, like it is not, divorce is so much, it's work. It's, It's a pain in the ass. It's work. It's trying to separate. You could be giving away half of what you've earned, um, it's, you know, so I'm glad that I didn't have, I was excited to, but like I said, I've, I've been at weddings where you can tell they're not excited to get married. Um, now, this was interesting to me. It sounds like you often go undercover. And so I'm wondering how you get your story straight, because I'm sure there's a level of embarrassment to some degree, like, oh, I have to hire a bridesmaid, right, for hire or, or maid of honor. So what's that like? Do you get with the, the bride and the groom before and you <laughs> shout out you knew each other? Exactly. Exactly. Like we have to sit down and figure out, okay, who could I be that nobody at the wedding would know? So if Mm -hmm. I'm a friend from high school, nobody from the wedding can be from high school. If I'm a friend from grad school, yoga class, study abroad, your neighbor down the street, like I have to be that person that nobody else would know. Um, And that's usually how we, we pick up the story. And then I have to start to memorize details like street corners. I've walked down places I've eaten how my house was in high school. Like I have to start really taking on the part and everyone always asks like, were you an actress? Like do you have an acting background? Like absolutely not. I'm the naturally most shy person in the world. And I think that that adds to my persona because I don't overshare. I am good at switching the questions to you. So if you're like, how do you know the bride? I'll be like yoga class. How do you know the bride? And then I'll question you like crazy So I'm really good at taking spotlight off of me, not so much acting. And I think that's why I've survived this job. I even had read that you will write bridesmaid speeches, uh, maid of honor speeches. That's got to be an incredible amount of work. I mean, how do you, I mean, so are you like naturally funny? How do you write something? Do you write something clever? Is it always sentimental? I mean, writing a speech and you have to know the person so intimately. So I will say like, okay, I majored in poetry in college. (laughs) (laughs) You have a secret weapon. 
<laughs> I will say that is my saving grace of this job is like, I do love my job, but I love writing. So I have a lot of fun with it. I know what to ask you. I know how to formulaically arrange it. I know how to make jokes that like are guaranteed to make people laugh that are like sort of clever. So like, I like it. Um, but that's a part of my job that's actually gotten really popular. So one of the packages I offer is made of honor speech writing. I write like eight to 10 a month. So that's been like a huge part of you write eight to 10. Um, I cannot get over how busy you are with, with yeah. this industry. It's crazy. Eight to 10 a month. People can't come. Well, you know, it doesn't shock me. I mean, a lot of people are not comfortable speaking in front of people. They're not. Wow. The number one reason they come to me is because like the art of public speaking is so scary to them, let yeah. alone like writing a speech. So like I give help with speaking. I break it up in a way that's like easy to say out loud. But yeah, like a lot of people are like, I'm tasked with like being in the spotlight and I don't want to do this. So I understand like why people would pay for that service. But it, it is like a lot of people who are just like, where do I even start with this speech? Because we've all been to weddings where the speeches are so bad and nobody wants to be remembered for that. So you know? bad. So bad. Um, what are things that people need to stop doing at weddings? Spending money. <laughs> like, <laughs> spending money. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Weddings are crazy. Getting married, I beg you not to go into debt over this wedding. Like, oh. set a budget, stick to it, cut out the things that don't matter to you. People don't notice, like, a lot of things at weddings. So stop spending money like on what? it. Okay. There's only three things people notice. Okay. One, the food, because they're hungry, so the food. Number two, the open bar, they want their alcohol. And number three is the music. If you have a good DJ, a good band that carries through everything, nobody notices your personalized napkins at the cocktail bar or the party favors, or honestly, sometimes even your dress past like one second of it, or your centerpieces or your flowers or any of it. It's so true. Like. So please just set a budget. Don't go into debt. I had a friend that just spent $5,000 on her wedding dress and I wanted to like yell at her because again, I was like, are you going to wear this once? Can we confirm you're going to wear this once? Okay. $5,000. Like, like that to me was crazy. And I know people spend more than that and whatever, but I have just seen so much that my view is like, how can we throw a budget wedding. <laughs> oh, it's so true. I mean, I'll say this, like my husband and I almost just did a dinner. We almost just did a dinner with our closest like friends and family. But you know, something in us, I don't know, I think there hadn't been a wedding in our family for a long time. So we were like, you know what, let's let's do something, you know, nice. Um, it was thousands and thousands of dollars. You know, we didn't go into debt. But I mean, and I think this is actually on the low end. Um, but we, we ended up spending about $55,000, which is like a lot. But we at 130 people, an open bar, you know, um, we did it in Maine in August, right, which is the height of wedding season. So in all in all, I feel like it was probably on budget, you know, to some, it was good. We didn't spend a lot of money on flowers at all. I mean, really 55,000, I mean, 25 or 30,000 of that is just food. You know, it, it's yeah. just, and we wanted good food. You know, they did this whole thing where they grew the vegetables and stuff, you know, at this garden in Maine and yada, yada. And everybody loved the food. But I always say to people, like, for us, it was amazing because it was the last time we had, since our wedding in 2019, in August of 2019, we lost five aunts and uncles. And so to various, I know, and you know, we always say to ourselves, it was the best money. It was the be It was the last time that all of our family and friends were all together before they passed. Like, yeah. 
But I mean, you know, telepathically, we really focused on those things. Open bar, good food, good music. And to this day, we just look back on it. People say to us, it was one of the best weddings. But I'll always, but I'll say this. I think it was one of the best weddings because my husband and I, and I'm curious your thoughts on this, collectively made the decision that the wedding wasn't about us. We mm-hmm. wanted it to be about our families coming together, you know, breaking bread for a day, just like enjoying Maine, enjoying August. Like, I, but I don't think that's how most bride and grooms operate. <laughs> yeah, I think like most people are like, it's not about the guests, it's about us, but like, you're right. Like you're inviting people to a party, which means it's about them and the experience they're going to have. So like, I always say like, make decisions because it's like your event. So it's your event, but who is it for? It's for your guest list, you know? So I think like you did it such a smart way of like bringing people together, spending time in Maine, spending time in August there too. Like thinking of them, thinking of things for them to care about and like, and like the food choices, like the locally grown, like the, again, that's different than like a standard caterer where the food is whatever, you know? So like those kind of decisions are key because it makes the wedding stand out. Like I think what makes a good wedding is not how much you spend on it, but how the couple approaches it. And you can tell that in a $5,000 wedding and a $100,000 wedding is how the couple approaches it. So I think that's why yours was a win was because you both approached it in a very smart way to get it. And I think to getting married a little older in life in our mid thirties was like, we had, we'd been to many weddings. We'd seen what was great, what hadn't worked. And, um, you know, my philosophy always is you're asking people to take time off, take time away from their family, spend thousands of dollars to fly to your wedding, get a hotel. And then you, then it's all about you. It's like, I just couldn't do that. But, um, but I want to, I want to end with some other crazy stories. So, um, the craziest thing you've seen is people having, um, absolute runaway bride, runaway groom syndrome at the end. Um, what's the most like blackout drunk or high, like who's been made the most, cause I always think, you know, the mother-in-laws and the father-in-law, like, and the moms, they're the worst, like the moms and the dads of the parents of the brides and grooms, they act the worst. Who do you think you, acts the worst? Like, if people are like, who's the worst people at a wedding? It's the mothers and the fathers, and it's the DJ or, like, the DJ or the band. Those are, like, the problems. Really? Yes. So a lot of times my job is actually to, like, be the buffer of the mothers and the person getting married. So, like, they'll be like, I need you to make sure the mothers do not communicate with me, and they only go through you. So, like, that's a huge thing. So I have to, like, literally manage wow. mothers. And you're right. Like, they are really tough. They want everything to be so perfect. They think it's about them, actually. The amount of mothers of the brides and grooms who make the wedding about them is just phenomenal to watch. Like, it's insane. I know. It's crazy. And then have you ever had any, like, illegal requests? Like, I can imagine people probably want you to supply, like, the weed, like, all this stuff. Like, have you had anything illegal? Like, here, hold you this. Know, so like, I... I'm always sober at every single event. Oh, so I'm like, I don't drink. I don't do anything. I approach it like in the most professional light. So I think people know that. And like, they sort of want that when they hire me. So they don't really come to me for like many illegal things. But like, I've had to break up fights. I've had to call the police to break up fights. I've had to deal with wedding crashers. I've had to deal with people crashing the wedding who weren't invited. Like things like that, fights. Um You know, I've gotten like bruised from being in the middle of fights to try to break it up. And like, I'm not like, a bodyguard but I've had to be a bodyguard I've had to like give my bra to a mother of the bride ones who didn't have a bra um and then you know, did you have to walk around without a bra for the rest of the night oh I my was, god I used, 
I have like semi medium boobs, I guess. I have oh. like duct tape them. Like, oh my god, I take yes. Room, so I'm taking brides to the bathroom and helping them pee in a wedding dress, which is like the most intimate thing you it can is do hard. with a stranger. It's hard too. Um, so I've gotten peed on. I've gotten like I have had every bodily fluid practically on me. Um, oh, which is not glamorous. You're speaking yeah. to the choir. Somebody danced their tampon out at our wedding. That's how we knew it was so good. It was true. And then I thought it was me. So I tried to kick the tampon over to the side of the um, the dance floor, but it was so soaked. It was like a blood. It was like I had dragged a bloody. Are you? It was crazy. It was crazy. I had to throw my wedding dress away because the bottom of the wedding dress was completely. It was my cousin's. She got so she got so blackout drunk. She danced her tampon out on the dance floor, and then before, like I I guess they kind of like wiped it up with paper towels, but before they could really clean it, these little kids came over and started break dancing near the party. So Jen, there's your next TikTok. Epic, epic, epic thing I have ever heard to dance your tampon out. That should be like a song lyric. It was That's truly an epic wedding. Um, Jen Glance, your website is bridesmaidsforhire.com. You can also find you on TikTok. You're a treat to watch and follow. What a what a unique, unique business. And I love you shared with us trends, things not to do, the wildest things you've seen at weddings. Um Sounds like it's very hard to work for you, actually, because it's not a glamorous job. But are you looking for new employees or are you or, or what are you what are you looking yeah. for? Always looking for new employees. So definitely apply. And if there is a match based on what you share and people who want to hire, we reach out to you. So there's a small chance you'll hear from us in the future. I love it. Jen Glantz, thank you so much for being on the Sarah Fraser show. I loved it. Thank you, Sarah. It was so much fun. <laughs> Perfect, girl. Thank you.